0: Hi, this is Julissa Polanco from JP Enterprises. If you really want to learn how to level up, you should listen to Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend, Scott Ferguson.
1: Time to shine today. Varsity Squad, it is Scott Ferguson, and we're at episode 159 with my really good friend that actually lives a little bit south of me here in uh, down towards Miami, and her name is Ulyssa Polanco from JP Enterprise Solutions. Uh, Grew up wanting to be an architect. Actually, she made her way over here from the Dominican, but she wanted to be an architect, but now she's really an architect of other people's lives through her coaching and leveling up programs. And just, she dropped some serious, serious knowledge nuggets here in our uh, really short interview. So make sure you break out a notepad, sit back, relax, because here comes my really good friend, Ulyssa Polanco from JP Enterprise Solutions. Let's level up. Time to shine today for squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I have my neighbor from the south here Ulissa Polanco uh, she's down in Miami Miami it's uh, obviously a touristy place where people love to go I go down there just for the food um, and <laughs> fantastic eating but uh, there is a coach Julissa. Um, from JP Enterprise Solutions that just rocks the house. Her clients love her. I love her. I was put together with her by a very good mutual friend, Berta Medina. She's like, you have to talk to my friend, Ulyssa. She's fantastic. Uh, She has a fantastic backstory, which we're going to get into. And I was like, well, you know what, Berta, if you recommend Ulyssa, then absolutely I have to. Uh, get her on the Time to Shine Today podcast. And, you know, she's a beautiful person. I love her name, Ulyssa. It's just, it just pops out, you know. It, she is <laughs> on a mission to inspire participants at every engagement by creating speaking topics that often include subject matter surrounding the audience's interests. She offers an impressive breadth of experience along with creative approaches to address organizational and professional issues. Her speaking topics often include subject matters surrounding organizational improvement. Julissa combines practical life examples with current marketplace trends to create one of a kind, so she's not cookie cutter people, and highly demanded presentations in the areas of leadership, self-improvement, career management, human resources, and amongst others. So thank you so much for coming on, Julissa, and please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine today, Varsity Squad, but first, what emoji do you use the most when you're texting?
0: Ooh, happy face. (laughs) Yeah?
1: often with a big smile or just the... The big smile. smile. Big I use
0: smile? I, I use braces when I was little, so I need to make sure <laughs> I embrace my smile even when using the emoji.
1: <laughs> I love that. And what's your favorite color and why?
0: I'm always debating between blue and pink, but I would say pink because I like to show the feminine side of me. Ah, and-
1: gotcha. I like pink. I wear pink, so I I got the masculine side as well there, lady.
0: (laughs) There you go. I love that.
1: (laughs) Let's dive into the origins of Ulyssa and kind of uh, give us a little backstory of you before we move into JP Enterprise Solutions.
0: I'll make it brief, but I know that uh, um, I moved to the U.S. I was originally born in the Dominican Republic and I moved to the U.S. at the age of 17 Um, as as any any other teenager, that was probably one of the the most dramatic and uh, hurtful uh, decisions that my parent my parents made, uh, bringing me to my hometown into a country I did not know and not, le- not knowing the the culture and the in uh, the language. So that was my beginning and, and trying to adapt to a new environment and trying to find my ways to to go into higher education, which was always my my main purpose.
1: Wow! Oh, wow! So why? Okay, so a lot of people want to come to the United States. You yes. know, what was your hesitancy? Was it just the fear of the unknown? Or what What was that? Um, that I think it wanna... has a
0: lot more to do with the fact that uh, growing up, I always wanted to be an architect. Um, you know, kids always say, I want to be a doctor. Other kids say, I want to be a teacher. Julissa was always drawing, was always uh, creating things. And uh, I said, I always wanted to be an architect. Hmm. Me moving to the U.S., um, to my point of view, was gonna make it harder for my parents to finance uh, that career. That they, I have more opportunities to do it in my con- in the country where I was coming from. Because now the U.S. has become my country, and uh, and I just the thought of not being able to go to college. It was just frightening for me because um, I was always determined to study. I always saw myself going higher and higher as far as my education and uh, just not not just for my own knowledge, but also for the people going behind me. So I think the fear of not being able to go to school and do the career I wanted, which eventually I did not do it. I could go into into details on that. But um, but at the end, I think it was also uh, a purpose. You know, At the end of the day, I think I, I was able to conquer a lot of the things I wanted, not what I expected, but nevertheless, it was also very successful. So it has been very successful. No, I want to go into
1: that. Why? Why not architect? Why did you walk um, from that?
0: When I moved to the U.S., as I said, I mean, coming to a new a new nation, um, I have no knowledge of how to apply to school. Um, my family, nobody knew the process. Uh, and I live in. I moved to New York, by the way, which is uh, in the '90s. Um, it's different. Uh, you know, not too many people were speaking Spanish at the uh, at the college campuses. Um, so I didn't have anyone to guide me, a coach, a mentor, someone to tell me, okay, if you, your parents cannot afford to send you to XYZ school, there's always a student loan. We could try to find out a scholarship. Like no one was there for me to tell me my options. It was only whatever I was able to see through a catalog. So I had to literally pick whatever catalog from my school I had no knowledge of, and I started selecting what was more appealing to me at that moment. So I had to give up my dream of almost all my life would become an architect and concentrate on something that was just in front of me, and I ended up choosing something everybody was just doing at the time.
1: What was it was that? No even.
0: Uh, hospitality and management. Okay, I I made a good career in that. I worked there for eight years, but it was never my passion. It -hmm. was just the first thing that came up on the catalog and everybody was doing it at the time. It was just in style. It was trending. So um, that was the biggest reason, the financial and not having a mentor, someone Mm -hmm. who really sat down with me uh, and told me, these are your options. Yeah, sure. you didn't go to school here. You don't, you cannot apply to academic scholarship, but you could apply to other scholarship based on your skill set, based on your ethnicity, based on all the things that you are able to offer back to your school system. But no one told me that. I did not know that. I only sure. knew that I needed to have the finances to pay for it.
1: So what did you do with fi- with hospitality management then?
0: Um, I worked where I, I did my my uh, first degree in hospitality management. I was hired by the company with uh, with, with uh, the one that I did my internship with. They hired me. I worked with them for eight years. What did you do? Um, I was a travel consultant. Okay. And uh, my last few years, uh, I used to work by the Wall Trade Center. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> I used to work, but we had the office very close to the Wall Trade Center uh, around the time that that happened. The uh, 9-11 happened. Yeah, so let's get
1: into that a little bit. Please, because um, I know that kind of has your why that's baked into that.
0: Yes. Uh, that was 2001, as everybody knows. So I was still working in the travel business. I used to work for this uh, this uh, very well-known uh, travel agency and that was had an office located very close to the World Trade Center. And the date of 9-11, I was there. Um, you know, I always said I could have been a collateral damage if things would have gone a little bit different and in, in the uh, the towers would have collapsed in a different way. But um at that moment, when the first tower collapsed, I, I knew and, and I said it and I with my coworkers and I said, I know I'll be fine because I still have a lot of things to do. My purpose in life has not been done. You know, I'm coming from a Christian faith. So my faith has been everything around me. And at it's that you. moment, I have to prove it. Um, as I was walking and walking and see the other second tower collapse, I was just in a state of shock and just thinking and thinking and thinking. And and thinking about, okay, God saved me from this. And, and, you know, I know I have a purpose to do. And a lot of things start coming. My upbringing, when I moved to the U.S., the fact that I I was discriminated against, not because of my ethnicity, but that's because I couldn't speak the language. And I remember telling the person, um, the translator, the interpreter at that time, just tell him, just because I don't speak the language, that does not make me a not intellectual. And I'm going to prove to him that I'm going to get to places. So All that started coming to my mind and and, and it just came down to a purpose as to why I was here, why I needed why I was allowed to to live, because we're all in the same situation. You didn't have to be in the tower. Everybody around there was in the same page. For
1: miles. For yes. Miles on a yes. parameter, yeah,
0: yeah, and just just being able to walk out of the building not be able to see anything and literally just walking against the wall, trying to find your way out Jeez. that was uh, it was just the experience that I live, but it made me realize that it was something bigger for me there, the reason why i 'm still here
1: wow that that's just amazing, so how did you kind of transfer that why i mean obviously you learn the language perfectly because <laughs> you speak it fantastically, I mean you have that little hint of uh the the I guess it would be the Latina sounding a little bit, but I like it. I think it sounds really sexy. I think it <laughs> Thank sounds you. good. Thank but you. but how did you kind of parlay those thoughts, those whys and in, into starting um the JP Enterprise Solutions?
0: Well, it took a few years, obviously, um, and just after, right after that, I started mentoring teenagers. Uh, in my church, uh, we created a youth group, and I mentored them foremost. I mentored not different generations, but different, I would call it different stages. Like right now, some of them are now are married, and they have kids, and the last group that I mentor, not only on the faith, but also as far as a career development, it was around, they were probably nine and ten, and I, I started my own my own creation of a program, how to teach them and teach the parents how to how to make selections once they were, they reached the eighth grade, ninth grade, not to wait until the very last minute. So that's when I started my first time in mentorship and coaching. Uh, It was organically. It was just out of my own heart of service. I'm a missionary. So I've gone to a lot of different countries Mm. to do mission trips uh, with doctors and nurses. And, and these are things that just come from what God has put in my heart. And then after that, after I moved to Miami, which is the reason why I moved because I wanted to expand in my business and the fact that um, Um, the U.S. and Miami has a lot of Hispanic community and people who probably might need of a bilingual service uh, in coaching and organization. And I said, you know, I always feel that whatever has been your weakness at one point. You can make it a great, a great, a great success. Great. And great. I made that yeah. of my my smile because I I had to wear braces. Now I smile a lot, and, it. That, and that it. has become a lot of people say one of my greatest features. But be also the same the language I was able to learn it and master it to a point that I'm, I'm a translator, I'm an interpreter. I, I I went to school. I did that as part of my minor. I've been doing translation and interpretation because it's two different things. You translate and you interpret. And I think I tried to maximize that through my coaching and that's one of the reasons why I decided to move to Miami to expand into my coaching and mentorship in career development
1: love it I love it so Julissa what makes a great coach
0: Uh, The fact that I've been there and done that, uh, I think I came from a point of not having anybody available for me, and that drives me to give my very best and give above the expectation because I had nothing. I started from zero. I started teaching myself. It was more self-teaching and self-learning, and now I want to avoid that on people, and I think coming from that point of view and that perspective makes me be in their own put myself in their shoes.
1: You know, I love that squad that, you know, Julissa Julissa believes in mentoring. And like we say here, time to shine today, the more you mentor, the more immortal you become. You know, the more people you mentor, it kind of flows down and then it all goes back to Julissa, you know, and having her, having a, a been there, done that, she gives till it hurts so good. You know what I'm saying? She keeps giving and giving above expectations. So that, that's just fantastic that Julissa is doing that for people. And so, Julissa, if I'm out at a networking event, which we're allowed to do a little bit here in South Florida. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, as long as you wear your mask and whatnot, but we'll see when that goes away. But anyways, I digress. If, if I'm talking to somebody, well, it could be virtually two, and, and I'm listening, what kind of things are they saying to me that would make them a good referral contact connection for Julissa.
0: First of all, if I know they have a project in life, doesn't have to be, it could be a, a personal project, it could be a career project, and also it could be uh, something, an, something they want to achieve. Um, part of my background is project management. So mm. as a project manager, you, you always have a beginning of the end. Um, and it doesn't mean that once you do something, you're done, but there's always another beginning, another ending. So when I see someone trying to find out um, a direction or someone who says, I would like to, that's a hint for me. I would like to be this. I would like to do this. I want to, when I hear that I want, I wish I could. Um, then that's the prompt that I get to say, why don't you, um, Love it. Oh, have you tried to do this? Have you, and I don't try to offer my service more listening and, and, and understanding where they are coming from. And it's and try to highlight what I see that they, their own values.
1: Love that. I love it. And so when you're ta- you're bringing somebody on and you might be in a discovery process, um, what is some secret sauce, if you don't mind sharing with us, that you do to help them find their blind spot?
0: I always will ask them this question. Uh, if, it, if it comes to a job and I said, there's always a job and there's a career. A job is what brings you, what pays your bills, your finances. A career is what you're passionate about, something that you would do even if you don't get paid for it. So I always ask them, what is it that you could do in your life if you were financially stable and you don't need money, you're fine and everything is covered, what can you do in your life that you would do it even if you don't get paid? Love it. And that will help me uncover what their passion is. There are times, Scott, that I had to bring them into reality. I have (laughs) to see, you know, I have to see, yeah, you want to be a singer, but you don't know how to sing. Um, maybe you could do something else around singing. So there's, there's a lot of questioning, a lot of uh, discovering, a lot of uh, even pain to their body language, the things they say, they maybe things they've done or they want to do. So most likely it's, it's usually just trying to understand what is it that they're passionate about. And I had to ask and, and be very selective in the t- kind of questions I ask without, without sounding that I'm inter- interrogating the person. Right.
1: Right, you're really trying to ask in and, and you're probably listening not just with your ears but your eyes, mm-hmm. you know, in, in all the senses to really find out dig deep to what their passion is. And I love that you said that you give them a reality check sometimes. Sometimes they wanna be a major league bi- baseball player but you know, if they're 35 years old that's kind of kind of done, you know, but then you could maybe parlay that into coaching people to develop them into it. So that, that I love I love that approach. So when you're meeting with people And again, maybe in the discovery process, or maybe they've hired you. Is there any good questions that you wish they would ask you but never do?
0: Uh, Good question. I would say um, they they don't often ask you what kind of results you can deliver. Normally, I'm the one who has to tell them. So I think that whenever we engage in any type of transaction, not only coaching, anything, you always have to ask what the ending product is. Like, uh, you know, when I work in banking, building new branches for a financial institution, I always wanted to see the final product. I wanted to see how it looks on paper. So I think um, that's one thing people don't ask. Uh, What is it that, yeah, they ask you about the benefit. They might ask you about the price, but they don't ask you, okay, once I'm done with this, what is there? What else? can I accomplish? Or what is What goes after? They don't ask for the after. And I think uh, even though things have a beginning and an end, there's always a continuation. It's like when you go to school, you never stop learning. You always have to keep reading. So maybe that, what what is after that? I think that's one of the questions that people don't often ask.
1: Gotcha. And you know, habits are everything when it comes to life. You know, good habits, bad habits. What is What do you do to really kind of drive your clients to like James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, which is one of the best books ever. You know, called habit stacking. You know, what what kind of process do you do to get them to start incorporating great habits through your coaching program?
0: Um, I'm, I believe a lot in processes. I, I love putting everything on paper and Love writing that. things down. Sometimes I'm talking to someone and you see me like, oh, I need a paper. I need a pen. I need a I need something to write. And I started maybe that's probably my architecture background and yeah, brain comes into here. life, <laughs> um, you know, but I I like to give them everything and stages and steps. Um, number one, because it helps me organize my thoughts, organize progress, and also check progress. Because if we completed this, then we already know we have five percent, or ten percent, fifteen percent. So whenever I speak to them, I give them more than what they're looking for when it comes to baby step. I don't assume they know things. I give them to them regardless. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then you follow all this, and it helps me also check progress. So I think it, it has a lot more to do how i put everything on paper for them to make it it easier
1: i love that you do that that you said process because a lot of people they want to see the score at the end of the game right but there's a process that teams do through practice and repetition that they do the score takes care of itself right it's like this a process i love that you said process the process is everything so Ulyssa, let's get into our have you saw the movie back to the future
0: Yes, I have. Okay.
1: You remember the DeLorean, he went back in time, right? Yes. Okay. Let's go back in time to the 22-year-old Ulyssa, okay? And what kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on her with the wisdom that you have now to help her level up, shorten her learning curve, and, and push through?
0: Ask for help.
1: Yes. yes. You know what we, we say here at Time to Shine today, which I kind of stole from a good friend of mine, Leah Woodford, you know, get your asking gear. You know, a lot of people won't, and you even mentioned, man, if there's a friggin' mentor there, Mm -hmm. you know, it would have shortened the Mm -hmm. learning curve Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like quickly, you know, a lot quicker. Um, and that's thank you for being transparent and honest Mm -hmm. and saying that. So, Mm -hmm. Julissa, we want to know how you want your dash remembered that little line between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and death date. How do you want that dash remembered for you? Maybe your epitaph, your legacy.
0: She believed in me.
1: I love it. You probably believed in everybody, you know, even even mankind. All I right. do.
0: I do. Oh. I, I think people, everybody has something to offer. They just yeah. sometimes don't know it.
1: Right. Or they can get they, pulled different directions by They've being told otherwise. Yeah.
0: And, and it's my job or, or my duty to let them know, no, there's a lot more there. You know, you have a lot more to offer.
1: Love it. What's the big, the big, big thing that you want to accomplish in your life? Legacy. Legacy,
0: legacy, in a way that uh, uh, that doesn't stop, like in you know, and it's not legacy people to remember me, but legacy in a way that somebody else emerges, even with greater uh, projects and greater impact, and then what I'm trying to create, in especially in youth people and young people.
1: Okay, so what? What? Give me something that's really blown Julissa's mind. What's really blown your mind?
0: Oof. Um. Making sure there is there is uh, either a network or a or a resource that helps uh, teenagers of any kind. I said teenagers because that was the beginning of my 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 journey mm-hmm. um, because I think uh, that. That would have made would have made a lot big difference for me. Obviously, I did a lot of things on my own, and I'm very very grateful to God that I was able to. But not everybody has been that 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 open mind, and I think a lot of teenagers and a lot of young people have gone straight from their straight from their path because of that. And I think my biggest thing will be find something worldwide that cares for that uh, that part of the population that that needs that a lot of the times they're just asking for help but they don't they don't say it out loud so love it
1: love it that, that's great that that blows my mind that's for sure so <laughs> what what's three things that list can't live without my faith okay
0: um my family okay in love
1: love it you're so full of community I love that. I love, love, love it. So, Julissa, what's your definition of a life well-lived?
0: Oof. Having been able to impact those people that didn't think they could be impacted. Wow. So impacting challenging people.
1: Yeah. I love that. I'm, I'm writing that down. So, squad, I hope you have notes like I do. If you're watching on YouTube, I got a ton of them <laughs> They can be impacted. This is fantastic. It's a free masterclass for us, folks. So, you listen, we'd like to wind things down a little bit, and we do our leveling up lightning round. And you and I could talk a long time on each one of these uh, questions, but you got five seconds to answer them with no explanations, and every single one of them can be answered quickly. Are you ready?
0: Okay. Okay. All I'm right, ready. let's level
1: up. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Study. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success.
0: Walking now, exercising.
1: Love (laughs) Love it. Love it. So not the book you're reading now, not the flavor of the month. If I'm in my doldrums, I'm not feeling it. You know, you're like, Fergie, read this book. What is it?
0: Becoming Competition Proof by Berta Medina.
1: I love her. I love her. I love her. (laughs) That's awesome. So not wisdomly, but physically, what age would you like to be if you could stay that age for the rest of your life and still continue to learn, 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 learn? 24. There you go. Finally, so a lot of people give me like the, oh, I like my age. No, no, dude. You want to be between, um, like, I always say 28 to 32 because I was limber. I'm pushing 50 now. So it's like, <laughs> I was limber. I'm still in good shape, but it's like, ugh, you know, it hurts a yeah. little bit more to get out of bed, especially when I train the way that I do. But what what is your favorite charity and or organization you like to give your time and or money to?
0: Um, well, I do, I do support my churches, um, but also I do support a radio, a Christian radio station.
1: Okay. What is it?
0: Okay. K love.
1: Oh, really? You do? Yeah. I love yeah. that.
0: Yeah. I've Thanks. done it whenever they do the, uh, the, the marathons.
1: You know, it's funny about K love, um, cause we have it here in, in Palm beach, you know, up in Palm beach. And, um, I actually have my, um, my podcast, which I'll see if I can get yours on there. My podcast interviews you know, they I send them to the K-Love here in Palm Beach and then they actually play it on six o'clock on Sunday mornings with interviews. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, so a lot of people don't know that I don't just get listens through iTunes or Google Play and stuff like that. I get them through Real Radio too. So I actually put my interviews on Trustrial Radio. So, and K-Love's one of them because I, I love K-Love. It's great, yes. great station. And I'm glad that you give to them. Last question. It's kind of hard and you can, you can maybe... Uh, give me an explanation on this one, but what is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 80s. 80s. There you go. <laughs> big, big hair. Don't care. I love that. I love it. <laughs> Julissa, how can we find you?
0: How can you find me? Well, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. I'm on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, and uh pretty much on all those platforms yeah,
1: available. Fantastic. Julissa Polanco.com. Also in all those Uh, links will be in the show notes right below um, your little player here. So make sure you go there, tap on them. Or if you'd like an introduction to Julissa, please let me know. And please leave us with one last knowledge nugget that you want us to take with us, internalize, and take action on, Julissa.
0: I think that uh, especially in this time and season, everybody are wondering, especially towards the, this time of the pandemic, you feel that um, you slept a lot, you ate a lot, you work out, you didn't work out, you watch a lot of movies, you, you got tired watching movies, uh, you started new plans then you said, no, let's just wait. And I think it's just about, it's about time for all of us to start writing down the things that we need to do it and do short term goals, um, because obviously, we don't know how long this situation is going to be, but doesn't mean our world has to stop. We need to continue to dream and uh, to plan and to go through processes. This is only one process, but there's a lot more thing going on. So I think it's just taking, embracing what's going on right now and into, taking it to the next level and see what can I do different that everybody else is not not doing to embrace the situation and, and get something good out of it if something can be taken good out of this I love
1: that I love that and squad again I, I said it before it 's a free master class with my really good friend, Ulyssa Polanco. (laughs) And, you know, she came over here at the age of 17 from the Dominican and, you know, she was scared, but she blasted through the fear. You know, she she wanted to be an architect, but what she doesn't understand, I think, is that she is an architect of people's lives. So she helps people level up through her art of architecture. You know, she's going to remind you, get a mentor. Don't be afraid to ask, get a mentor. And like we say here, you know, the more you mentor, the more immortal you become. You be you you stay remembered. She has that been there, done that uh, kind of attitude, which gives her the uh, ability to pass on awesome knowledge nuggets to people and help them give high expectations. You know, if you have a project that you're working on in your life, whether it's personal or. Uh, business-wise, Ulyssa will help you, and she believes in the process. You know, what we say here at Time to Shine today, inch by inch is a cinch. By the yard, it's hard. She's going to break down your process into little increments so you can see the big picture at the end, but also she's going to have you stop and reflect on what you have accomplished so you can also change those goals as you go along. Ask your coach, she'll remind you, you know, what results can they deliver? Ask for the after. What is the big picture that the coach sees for you? Again, get your asking gear. She's going to tell you that. You know, she believes in everybody. She believes that there's good in everybody. Um, Talking about a legacy that my friend Julissa is living her legacy, and she's passing it on to everybody that she's impacted. And again, about impacting, she wants to impact others that didn't think they could have an impact. And she's going to tell you, write down, journal, Short term goals, inch by inch, it's a cinch. Julissa is humble, yet she's hungry, she's healthy, she's wealthy, she levels up every aspect of her life. She's earned her varsity letter for here for the varsity squad. Thank you so much for coming on. We're so blessed. You're amazing, you're beautiful, and we can't wait to have you on again, Julissa.
0: Thank you so much, Scott. It's really been my honor to be in type to shine today. It's a pleasure to meet you and hopefully meet your staff as well. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you so very much. Mwah. Thank you. Any blessings.
1: Ciao. Yes, you too. Ciao now. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter & Nugent Real Estate, Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at 561 249 7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit Time to Shine guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.